This is Hope Alive Radio Station, shaping minds for a better future. As a start, you know, as we have our guest here, I will ask our guest to like introduce himself to the listeners, give them a background on on who he is and what makes him qualified for us to have this conversation with him. Thank you very much once again, Ausibu. Uh, um, as I've mentioned, my name is Tsepo Malebani. I am a son in the house at Hope Restoration Ministries. I am married to Lerato, um, my wife. Uh, we've got beautiful daughters. And um, I am at uh, Hope Restoration as a lead counselor in the family wellness uh, department. So I guess um, the topic for today is very, very close to a heart, very, very mm. close to my heart, uh, because it's some of the challenges that we deal with, uh, you know, from time to time mm -hmm. uh, uh, between couples, um, between married couples as well. So although the topic is mother-daughter-in-law uh, mother uh, relationship, however, <coughs> I feel that it, it also talks to a parent and children uh, relationship. type relationship in, in, in a marriage. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that introduction. And, uh, and, and I'm, I'm sure the listeners can now listen with ease and understanding that you come in here as a well-qualified um person to actually give us your advice on um, this uh, very, very pertinent topic. And maybe to kick off our discussion, uh, Tsepo, yes. um, before people get married, some churches offer premarital uh, counseling. What is the importance of this uh, se these sessions? Do they add value to, to, to couples that are looking to get married? Um, you know, uh, it, it, is, it is quite uh, valuable to have uh, this type of uh, sessions before people get married. As I've uh, indicated that uh, I'm, a, I'm a head counselor, uh, some, some of the challenges that we pick up when we have marital challenges, we realize that people get married, mm. but they never go through a, a premarital process. Mm -hmm. So here at home, uh, we, we offer the, the, uh, those services. Uh, the reason being, uh, when the couple meet for the very first time, you know, you fall in love and you want to take the relationship to the next level. Mm. Now, um, we as individuals, we come from different backgrounds. We come with different value systems. Our mm. upbringing, uh, upbringings are different. So it, it's, it's quite important that we, we get the couple to sit so that they can be naked to one another, be transparent. Yeah. Because when, 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 when I fall in love with, with my wife, I want the good things and I will only share the good stories. Yeah. I just don't go deeper to... What really troubles me? Mm, the baggage that you bring you know, to the to relationship. And, and one of the things that uh, we we ensure that we, we have the couples with to make an informed decision at that moment, and it's it's a very nice program, mm. is to ensure that when they sit and say, now we are going to do our I do's, mm. then we know that it's uh, they have been uh, uh, given an orientation. And they, 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 they listened attentively to one mm. another. They also get to know why they never knew about uh, one another, uh, okay. because because uh, like I say, uh, if if I'm that person who loves to eat mm -hmm. anything, and because I'm I'm in love, we are dating, and you you are in I a controlled environment. I try to yeah. eat a nice, but the stomach is saying, "Hey, Baba, <laughs> you did not fill up the tank." So it is it is very very uh, uh, valuable, uh, the, you know, to go for a prenatal counsel, and I would really advise 
those that really want to get married to consider this uh, uh, this program. It's, it's a wonderful program. And in your sessions, do you do you cover the issue of finances as part of the premarital counselling? We do. Uh, we we really do. You know, uh, finances are one of the leading causes of strife in in, in marriages, and mm. um, some couples would argue on who who should handle the money, mm. who should do uh, whatever with money, how do I spend the money? Yeah. You know, and I think uh, going back to um, to the to the to the topic uh, to the premarital counselling, it also helps us to to eliminate the issue of my money. You know, yeah, okay. it it helps them to to then have that common ground to say this, this is, is ours. our our money. Yeah. And uh, with the financial topics, we cover topics like financial planning. Mm-hmm. Uh, although we are not experts, but you know th- that basic the basic principles the basic principle. And then budget planning, and also we talk to flexible expenses. Uh, those mm. ones may include the clothing, uh, accounts, uh, furniture in the house, uh, a holiday, even uh, those date nights uh, with a couple, uh, even self personal uh, grooming. So yes, uh, to answer your question, yes, we do cover those uh, that topic. Oh, great, and uh, because I mean we we are here because we we believe in Christ, we believe in the Bible. Um, perhaps give us that perspective. What does the Bible say about finances? When you, I mean, what is the biblical teaching that you'd give a couple um, when it comes to finances? Okay, um, I will go through. Uh, I've got three scriptures uh, prepared. Um, first scripture is found in the Book of Genesis. Uh, chapter 2, verses 24. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. You know, when when people get married, uh, they need to understand that from the biblical uh, point of view, uh, the Lord said, leave your mother and father mm-hmm. and leave to, to your own wife or your own husband. And that does not mean uh, abandon your parents. Mm-hmm. It does not mean do not care for them anymore. We, st- yeah. we still need to care. We still need to love them. We still need to, uh, you know, we still need to uh, protect them. We still need to uh, provide if, if, if needs be. Yeah. But the most important thing is, as a man, as a married man, I need to understand that I am starting a new family, mm-hmm. and therefore I need to be able to, 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 to become one. Uh, with with my wife, and the second scripture is Malachi uh, chapter two verse fifteen. It's from the New Living uh, Translation, mm-hmm. and it says, "Didn't the Lord make you one with your wife? Mm-hmm. In your body and spirit, you are His, and and what He uh, and does what He want. Godly children from your godly children from your union. So guard your heart." Remain loyal to your wife of your youth. Mm. And, you know... Uh, guard your heart. Guard your heart. Mm. You, you know, so sometimes if, if we don't, these are some of the things that may lead to, to a divorce. Yeah. Because I may be going all over and touching here, touching there, but not, not, not being focused. Mm. And this uh, scripture, uh, God says, God made the f- uh, at first one man and one woman and to show oneness of marriage. And God gave men breath of life, mm-hmm. and the residue to the woman. 
and he made them both equally living souls. Therefore, divorce was never contemplated in the first institution of marriage. Mm. And the last scripture is in the book of Proverbs, uh, chapter 15, verses 27. And it says, he who is greedy for gain troubles his own house, but he who hates bribes will live well. And I think this scripture just teach, teaches us basic financial principles. Mm-hmm. You know, if we, if, if, if I'm selfish with my money and uh, I'm, I'm using my, because uh, uh, in, in my mind I'm saying this is my money, it's, yeah. it's not our money. So if I'm selfish with that, that Lord have, has provided me for, I am going to bring strife uh, in the house because I may be using it incorrectly. Mm-hmm. I may not be uh, uh, doing what I'm supposed to do. However, the Lord has blessed us to become a blessing. Yeah. So it, it is important to, to understand that biblically, the Lord said, let us not be greedy. Mm. You know, he, he, he is the provider. After all, he owns everything. Yeah. And yeah. when he blesses us, we become a blessing to others. Absolutely. And I think one of the ladies that, you know, sent their comments in the first um, session um, actually did uh, give an example of how much they've done, gone above and beyond for their mother-in-law, you know, even building her a new house, but that still seemed not to be enough. And um, I, I'm, I'm just responding to the scripture there yeah. that, you know, when greed actually comes into play, there is strife. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely, my sister. Yeah. And, you know, uh, just 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 to add on that, it, it, it becomes a pain uh, when, when, when there's always a demand because there's a sense of ownership. Mm. Uh, uh, from the mother, uh, from the mother, in especially uh, uh, responding to that particular comment, mm. it means it, it might mean uh, the mother in law may never have dealt with s- some challenges uh, previously, or maybe the mother in law just becomes selfish. Mm. You know, she still wants ownership uh, uh, over 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 the son. Mm, yeah, I mean, I think in the in the clip. Uh, Malema does even refer to the fact that, you know, mothers and their sons, you know, it's a very tricky um, relationship to, to, you know, understand sometimes if you are not in the mix. Um, So what are some of the basic principles that you teach to the the couples that come to your classes? Basic principles about finances. Okay. um, When we we teach, uh, I think the first one that we touch is Whose money is it? Mm. We, we mm. that that help us not to be selfish, you know. Uh, it helps us, um, you know, to, to be free to say, if I'm bringing money in mm. the house, mm. uh, my wife also has got ownership of that. So if I bring ten rent into the house, uh, and we need to say this is our ten rent, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what are we gonna do with it? Then it goes back to that financial planning, that budget planning, you know, that flexible uh, planning as yeah. well. So uh, it does, we does cover, we do cover that, and it does help help the couple, uh, you know, to, to make informed decision when it comes to the issue of, of money. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, truth be told, uh, COVID co- came with, with a lot of challenges yeah, to, to couples. Yeah, I can imagine, yeah. For, 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 for my side, for instance, uh, my wife's uh, activities stopped completely. So she never had any form of income. Mm. Uh, my increase was uh, 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 revoked, so I had to go back to what I was earning the previous year. Oh. So we had to live with, mm. with what I was bringing. Mm. However, if I say now I am bringing this and you, you are bring. you're bringing nothing, 
so I, I don't think does that today, mean the marriage you know is I don't now think this, void. but we are still together because yeah. whatever the little that I bring yeah. say here it is let us plan around it so mm. it does ad- address the, 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 the question of whose money is it mm. and the second portion is who is responsible for uh, for what so you must share responsibilities we as a definitely couple. Definitely need to share because um, if if all that money comes into my uh, account, mm-hmm. uh, I would then say, let me transfer a certain portion mm. to your account. Then you look at certain responsibilities, and is, I will yeah. look at uh, those responsibilities. Mm. And it helps with sense of ownership, mm-hmm. a sense of accountability, mm-hmm. because I may just come to say, okay. I have given you five rand out of our ten rand, mm-hmm. uh, but I see we don't have milk in the house. You know, mm. the expectation was let us at least have milk in the house. Uh, it is your responsibility, and if the light goes off, I need to then account to say. Uh, uh, she calls me sweetie. Sweetie, you said you'll you'll pay for the mm-hmm. electricity bill, but the, the lights happening? are off. Yeah. So so there's it brings that sense of uh, uh, accountability. Mm. And w- once we have done what we needed to do, uh, we can still account yep. to one another to say, okay, this has been done. We still have got a surplus and we yeah. can decide what we want to do with it. Absolutely. So when does money start becoming a problem in marriages? Or from, I mean, your qu- counseling experience, you probably have seen where couples, you know, start to lose um, control or things start going south. What are some of the things that you can advise listeners to look out for that if they don't tackle these things in, in good time, it can actually become a problem eventually? Okay. Um, I think everything goes down to communication. Mm. We, we, we need to talk about everything, anytime, anyhow. So mm. when... Uh, getting, getting back to the topic, if, if, if uh, my mother for instance, gives me a call and say, listen, uh, my electricity is gone. I, I need 200 rand just to get my lights on. Mm. I am where I am. I'm not with my wife at that moment. Yeah. And then I make a decision. It's a correct decision. Yeah. My mother doesn't have electricity. I do have 200 rand. I purchase that uh, voucher. I send, send it, it to, to her. her. The lights are on. But now coming back home, what is most important is for me to say to my wife, listen, during the day, this one, two, happened. three happened. Mm. However, some of the things that we do uh, 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 as married couples, we assume no matter how small, and it's a good gesture, by the way, mm. it's not important for, for, for the other party. Mm-hmm. And you may find that my wife may have had other plans, and sh- uh, uh, sh- we know that we, s- we still have got 500 rent left to push us to the end of the month. Mm. And out of the plans, she is planning around that budget to say, out of that 500, we need to go to visit somebody, then we'll use uh, so much for petrol, and then we can also do this and that. Mm. When, mm. when that question gets, uh, uh, gets asked, then mm-hmm. I would then be like, you know, I don't know what, uh, what happened. Mm. So, and that, that becomes, becomes a strife. And I think... We we need we listeners, please just don't get me wrong on this one. We n- when a parent, be it uh, my parent or my wife's parent, if they need something, we, we if we are able to let us help them. I'm not saying let let me not let me not help. Go first, seek approval from mm. from my wife to say, can I? You know. Yeah. So let us not get that one wrong. But importantly, communication really really needs to take place. Just share after it has happened to say, look, 
Mm. Um, this is what happened uh, during the day. And um, some people say, does it mean that for every little thing, this is like a small amount, must I account? You know, how, how would you respond to that? You know, um, going back to the issue of financial planning, budget planning, and the, the issue of accountability, uh, I think uh, it's, it's important to say, when, whenever I'm going to need something, I need to then come back to say, I have used money for one, two, three. So if, if I just keep quiet, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a small seed. What happens tomorrow uh, when the mother says, I've got a trip to go to Cape Town, mm. which will cost me 3,000 rand, and the expectation is I must just do it. Mm. Remember, I only uh, uh, make it made a decision with only a 200 rand. Mm. So with that trip, which now cost, the expectation is there. Yeah. So yeah. so it, it it's it's not it's not uh, about seeking approval, but it's about the principle. Mm. So so no matter how small, no matter how big the amount, we really need to to, yeah. to communicate. And yes, uh, we are in Africa. We may uh, yeah, be seen as African. Exactly. That uh, African man. Yeah. No, that's that's not the case. Yeah. The reality yeah. is we we need harmony in in, in the marriage. Wow. I mean, if you're listening in right now, we are on Christ Around the World. The time is exactly half past one and we are having a discussion on whether money is actually the main cause of toxic daughter-in-law and mother-in-law relations. If you have an opinion or you want to share your views, please do send us a WhatsApp. Our WhatsApp number is plus two seven six seven one five three one zero eight nine. We are going to take a breather right now. Catch Simo Dube on Christ Around the World every Friday from 12 to 3 p.m. right here on Hope Alive Radio. Some very nice feedback that we're getting here. There's a lady that has just sent us a message and saying, loving the humbleness of Ubab Tepo and the music is always the best here. Thank you so much for that feedback. Uh, we really appreciate that. As we continue with our conversation, you know, I was listening, I mean, I was looking at some of the responses that we were getting um, from our um, listeners. You know, one of the uh, listeners, this program actually reaches across the borders of South Africa. We have listeners from across the continent and a lady in Nigeria sent us a comment and she's saying that from my perspective, I don't think the main cause of bad relationships between mother-in-law and daughter-in-law is money. I think it's their personalities. Personality Personalities matter for ease of communication. Everyone is different, so how we understand each other matters. For instance, if the mother-in-law is domineering and a narcissist, she won't get along with the daughter-in-law, even if she buys her the world. On the other hand, if they are accommodating and understanding, they will get along despite their difference. Very profound statement there, and I think it talks to the fact that um, you, what you raised earlier, Baptsepo, um, uh, that um, you know uh, people come from different families. Uh, communication is important, so that is what our listener here, all the way in Lagos, is saying to us that you know it's important to communicate it's important to understand um one another's backgrounds including the mothers-in-law and their daughters-in-law um communication is important 
Uh, maybe just to move on, you know, and refer to the clip that Julius Malema, you know, where he was speaking in the clip, uh, he points out that he always gave his mother money to avoid him thinking his wife squanders the money. Do you think that this is a good solution? Just because he, he talks about 20,000 rands and we are marveling at how much, how much money 20,000 rands. It's quite a lot of money. And one of the listeners actually sent us a message and says, not sure if the grandmother understands what's 20,000 rands. However, I support the statement made by Julius. We need to take care of our in-laws so that they don't feel neglected. Money and siblings can cause serious issues in marriage. So what's your, what's, what are your thoughts there? Is, is the advice that, uh, I mean, the way of solving it, the way Julius Malema says he does it, what do you think? Um, firstly, um, I would disagree with the statement and uh, I will qualify it uh, uh, in my response. <coughs> and I'm not taking anything away from what Julia said uh, because I think he was saying it uh, from his heart. So, uh, you know, we, all of us as individuals, we've got different ways of dealing with, with, with issues. However, I think in, in our space, it becomes different because we, 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 we do things uh, in a different way. Now, get, getting back to uh, the question, in our African uh, tradition and culture, mm. most most of us, uh, I, I will include myself uh, as well. You know, we uh, we stay with uh, our parents until our, our early early youth. You know, mm. you, you go past the teenage stage, you're still a young adult, mm. but you're still mm -hmm. under the parents' roof. Now, uh, the Lord blesses you, you, uh, you get a job, mm. and you take uh, some financial responsibility in, in the house be it groceries, mm. be it municip municipal bills, whatever that you may assume uh, as either a, a, a son or a daughter in that particular space. Mm. But I think in this case, let me just uh, direct it to, um, to the men mm. because I think it's, it's uh, the question that the clips clearly says, I give my mother mm. 20,000 because I don't want them to think that uh, my wife is squandering. So... Once we, we assume those uh, uh, responsibilities, financial, that is, it goes on and on. Life happens. Mm -hmm. I meet my future spouse, and we decide to tie a knot. Yeah. You know? And one of the key important things, and I, I really appreciate the feedback from the lady uh, 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 from Nigeria, uh, not only money does uh, uh, cause strife, but it is one of the factors. So if, if I have taken a responsibility in my parents' house. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking after my mother. I buy her groceries. Yeah. Uh, I, I pay these bills. I pour well in a car. I'm still staying under her roof. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm single at that point in time. Mm -hmm. The minute I move uh, to the next level in life, I'm getting married to uh, uh, my future spouse. Genesis uh, 2.24 then applies. Yep. Now, what is most important is for me to say, Dear uh, future wife, this is my situation. I have been doing uh, uh, this type of work. I am bringing home so much. So much. Yeah. And out of so much, this is how I play around with, with my money mm. to ensure that uh, everyone is, is happy. However, moving forward, uh, we are now moving into a new space. Mm. What are your thoughts? Mm -hmm. How do we ensure that we we cover uh, my mother mm. in this particular space? Mm. And the opposite need, need also to, to apply. 
what if my uh, wife's uh, uh, parent is the one in a, in a similar situation? So it is it is key Absolutely, yeah. that uh, that discussion sits uh, uh, on the table and it becomes an informed decision. Mm, Second mm. point, uh, when I make that bold step to say, uh, mom, uh, I am taking a wife now. Mm. When the uncles are there coming to discuss, I need to be clear to say, as much as I was looking after A, B, and C, yeah. please bear in mind that if I was giving you five rand, I may reduce it to two rand. Mm. You know, and that that will then help uh that will help people to to make informed decision to yeah. decide to say, do we then continue to look after uh, the parent mm. or do we stop completely? Yeah. And once again, I don't want us to to, to you know uh, to be misquoted. If my parent is still in a financial uh, uh, situation, she can still fend for herself. Then then it's okay. But if the uh, parent is no longer financially sustainable, mm-hmm. then that is where the discussion between myself and my future spouse comes in to say, let us agree to say, if we were doing this, we need to probably reduce so that we can get at, at on, our, on our feet. So in a nutshell, the tip is, uh, uh, I, I, I disagree with it. I don't think it's one of the best tips out there. But yes, uh, someone did listen. Someone uh, uh, you know, uh, took, took, to, um, uh, took a note of, of that decision. And we... We really need to run away from the misconceptions because I think for the thoughts that uh, I don't want my mother to think that my wife is, it's a misconception. Mm. So, so it is important that um, we, we, we find ourselves, uh, you know, having to sit and having proper, proper informed decisions mm. around uh, those responsibilities. Well, that's very insightful. And I hope for those people that are struggling with this kind of scenario, it's helping someone out there. And as I mentioned earlier, we're just hearing a lot from the daughters-in-law and we have not been hearing much from what their mothers-in-law have to say regarding this. And fortunately, I managed to actually track down somebody who could actually help us with this uh, 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 um, issue. She's a mother-in-law herself. She's a mother-in-law herself, and I know that um, she she probably comes in as a qualified individual to actually speak on this topic because um, she um, can give us a point of view. You know, Absolutely. we've had a lot, a lot from the daughters-in-law, as you've seen, and it would be nice to to actually hear from her. Are we connected now to our listener? Hello. Hello. How how are you? How how are you? How are you? How are you? I'm very well, thank you. And how are you? I'm well. Blessed. We're blessed. I'm here in studio with our counselor. Uh, oh, the line is breaking, eh? Is it? How is it now? Mm. Now I hear you better. Well, maybe start off by telling us your name and then give us your point of view on this topic that we're discussing. Okay, my name is Pauline Malo. Um, I'm a mother and <laughs> I'm a granny. I'm a mother of three sons, actually. Mm. And I'm a mother-in-law to two daughters, mm-hmm. you know. 
so tell us what what are your views? Do you think money is always the the the, the cause behind the friction that many mothers-in-law and daughters-in-laws face? Um I think it's not all of it, you know. Um maybe some friction but not like the 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 core of it. I think the core of it of this toxic relationship between mother-in-law and daughter-in-law, I think it's a matter of the heart, you know, and it's a matter of uh, the upbringing of both. I cannot say mother or daughter, but the upbringing of both and the socialization of both, you know. Um, if, if we have been socialized otherwise when it comes to daughter-in-laws, then definitely we will treat them as, as if they are you know, they are from outside. And yet once a daughter-in-law comes into the family, just as you as a mother-in-law has come into the family, then you'll treat them like your own child, you know. So whatever that will hurt you, you won't allow it to, to hurt the child, you know. And the, 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 when it comes to finances, I think the couple will decide what, or how far they can go to help the mother-in-law. And the mother-in-law, knowing the situation between, uh, I mean, the, the financial situation of her son and her daughter, then she must just be content and have that heart of love, you know, towards uh, what the decision will be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it, it's not a matter of... It's the money. I think it's the heart and the and the love and the socialization behind the whole thing as people are growing up. Thank you so much. You know. Thank you so much. Uh, That's my take. Thank you, Mam Mumala, for coming through for the mothers in law there because the daughters in law's team was really, you know, scoring goals left, right and center. <laughs> and no one was there to speak for your team. But thank you for having oh, taken wow. this one. <laughs> Yeah, can I say say something again, you know? Uh, from the mother-in-law's perspective, understand that the child that comes in is your child as well and love her like you love your own daughter, you know? Mm. And if she falters, she's a human being, she's, she's got her own mentality, it's up to you as a mother to guide her mm. and to, to show her here and there and to understand her point of view. Mm-hmm. And discussion is best, you know, talking and, and agreeing and sometimes agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. It's not an easy one. And, you know, it's, it's a step-by-step kind of a thing. But if your heart is also right in loving this child that came into your house to take care of your son, you know, mm. obviously you would look at her with, with a different eye that says, I appreciate you, child. I mm. appreciate you and I love you because you are here to take care of my son, to do stuff with my son, which I cannot do, to mm. do to my son, which I will never do. So you might, we need to, to appreciate these daughter-in-laws and love them like our own daughters and love them because they are here to love your son. And it's me as a mother-in-law and my daughter-in-law, we love this son. We've got one common denominator here, mm. which is your husband and my son, you know? Mm. So 
should be a, a mutual understanding there, you know, not to burden the other child, you know, because exactly. at the end of the day. So, we, we, yeah, we, we, we are almost like equal. So we must understand each other and respect each other accordingly, you know. And money wouldn't be a problem. It would be like a smooth thing we, we discuss. Mama, this month we cannot help you with the amount that we are supposed to help you. Can we please give you so much? Now I'm understanding the situation of my children. Oh, it's okay, my children. It's fine. I appreciate the little that you can help me with. Thank you so much. That's much. Wise counsel. Um, and that's Mam Pauline Numalo coming in there for the mothers in law team. Thank you, Mam Numalo. Cheers. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Bye. Bye. So, yeah, there is a, a mother in law speaking there. Uh, what's your take? You know what? Uh, I'm sitting here and, and listening, and I say, you know, this, this to me, we can actually end the show <laughs> because she's touching on the most important things to say, mm. let, let us have a balance, you know, uh, let us understand. And I think uh, the issue of, of money, we just need to ensure that we, we just don't base uh, the issue of the sour relationship or toxic relationship. It's only based on money. It's, mm. it's a whole lot, whole lot of things. things yeah. But I think as, as, uh, as, as a, as the clip started, it spoke about money. Mm. Hence, we're probably hammering around. It, 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 to a certain extent, it does. But I think Mam um, Malo you know, did uh, justice to, to the discussion. Awesome. Well, this discussion is very interesting. And, uh, you know, the level of engagement that we got on this topic obviously tells us that this is something that a lot of people would like to talk about. Um, you know, one question that uh, I would like to ask you before we conclude um, okay. this uh, session uh, is the fact that obviously, like Umamumalo said, um, there is uh, a common denominator, which is the husband. Can you just uh, quickly, you know, unpack for us how this affects the man at the end of the day? We've talked to the daughters-in-law, and I think there's this silent party in this mm. discussion, which is the, the, the husband or the son in this case. How does this affect the man, and how, what kind of advice can you give men out there who have this challenge? Okay. Uh, you know, uh, in, in, in our cultures or traditions, some, most of us, we struggle to let go. So when, when, when our children uh, get married, we are so attached mm. that we feel that Gengara Nubangela, my son, you know? So, and, and the man, being a common denominator, love both the wife, love the mother. And some, if a person is not an outspoken person, he will bottle the issues up. Mm. Because if I then say, Mommy, please do not go that route. I may be choosing side. And if I go to my wife and say, please. You listen to your mom. So you find that a man gets onto the fence. It breaks a man's heart. Since he can't bottle, he's, he's bottling these things, he may decide to say, you know what? I can't face this battle alone. Mm -hmm. Let me find some peace somewhere. Let me find comfort. Some will resort to alcohol mm. because they find comfort there. Some, they will just overwork themselves because I'm just running away from the the issue at hand mm -hmm. and some will say let me just go to sports so basically a, a man would then you know withdraw 
yeah. completely to try and think the situation will die die down by itself. Mm. And unfortunately, it cannot. It, no, it actually grows bigger. The more you hide, the bigger it gets. Absolutely. So I would encourage uh, men uh, who are listening as well, please, you know, find it in your heart to be bold, to, to open up. Find another man who will listen to you without judging. Mm. And after the person has spoken to you, take that other bold step between your wife and your mother. Go back to your mother and say, this is my wife. Mm. And I would appreciate it if we can address certain issues in this particular fashion. Go back to the wife and say, this is my mother. And I would really appreciate if you can address issues in this particular fashion. Because at the end of the day, you need them both in yeah. your life. Thank you so much. Uh, you know, this conversation could have been longer, uh, but maybe in a minute as we conclude uh, the conversation, what would be your parting shots and what advice would you like to, uh, you know, part the, the, the parting words on, on this matter? Firstly, marriage is a wonderful thing. Mm -hmm. Both husband and wife just work on that. And um, if we are facing challenges in a marriage, please as a couple, seek marital counseling. Mm -hmm. Listen to, the, to, the, to those that went ahead of you or mm. even the professionals. Yeah. Just go and open your hearts there. And um, lastly, I think it's important as, as a man, uh, and the couple for that matter, for both sides, you are the glue that holds these uh, families together. together. Ensure that you, you protect one another over the families. Mm. And ensure that whenever there's a, there's a challenge, address it, mm -hmm. you know, with respect, with love, with humbleness. Absolutely. And I think if, if you can just apply those, you know, everyone will be, uh, you know, will we'll have an understanding. But most importantly, couples, whenever you are facing challenges, do not shy away from going out there for marital counseling. And I thank you. Thank you so much, uh, Brother Tepo Malibani, and that is Tepo. <laughs> Thank you.